0: This Torah class is brought to you by torahanytime.com. The Mishnah of Perkiravus, Perek Hey, Mishnah, Dalad 5, 4, is essentially a continuation of the previous Mishnah. Mishnah number 3 spoke about the 10 tests of Avraham Avinu, how he passed all 10 of them, proved himself worthy in Hashem's eyes. As a reward for this, say the commentators, our forefathers in Egypt merited 10 miracles. 10 miracles happened to our forefathers in Egypt. 10 at the sea. 10 plagues visited upon our forefathers in Egypt. 10 plagues at the sea. 10 plagues at the sea. There were 10 tests that our forefathers tested Hashem with in the wilderness, as the Pasuk says, And you tested me 10 times, and you didn't listen to my voice. What were these 10 miracles? You read through the Torah, you don't see 10 miracles happening to the Jewish people, to the Bnei Israel and in Egypt. Therefore the Mufarsham explain that these 10 miracles were the fact that we were not smitten by the Templates. Torah goes into great detail about each and every one of the Makkas. And the Makkas spread throughout all of Egypt. And therefore by rights, we also should have been affected by them. Except that every single Jew was protected from these quote unquote natural forces that have come obviously from supernatural means. Protected with Hashkacha Pratis, with divine providence. We often just think about the ten makas, the ten plagues of dance, as being visited upon the Mitzrib. Oh yes, and by the way, they didn't affect us, we just had some kind of diplomatic, spiritual immunity. The Mishnah is telling us, the ten plagues, they were makas. Every single Jew experienced a personal miracle in Egypt. They weren't affected by the blood and the frogs and the lice. The Makkas were there to teach Emunah, they were there to teach the Mitzrayim a lesson not just to punish them for everything they've done to us, not just to force their hand. In order to pressure them, to pressure Paro to release the Bnei Yisrael, but to understand this is a bonus who runs the world, and therefore, the fact that the Jewish people were exempt from each and every one of those makos was teaching them a lesson in their as well. We see the stark contrast for example, where the blood turns to water, they have to go and buy water off a Jew suddenly they start to learn about the special nature of Klal Yisrael. This is really what Kuula is all about. It's not just about the nations of the world receiving their comeuppance for everything they've done to us during Ghalis, but rather appreciating who on earth they've done this to, the special nature of the Jewish people, our close relationship with Hashem, the Hashkacha with which He protects us. Something to bear in mind, and that's perhaps why Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, when we're down to the Gula, we talk about not just Kvayt Shamayim, but Kvayt Yisrael, but honor the glory of the Jewish people, which is such an important message when we talk about Gula itself. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com.